All right, jerk-offs, we are back with a fresh episode. This one recorded live on location. Now, with the last one, obviously in Edinburgh, that was pretty cool, recording after a gig. Yeah, fun, different energy, different city. Well, I've definitely upgraded for this one. This episode is recorded live in the Tower of London. Not like in the main bit where you walk through as a tourist. No, in one of the houses of the Tower of London. The Queen's House specifically. Uh, recording the Guy Fawkes Room. We talk a bit about that during the episode. But today's guest is Tom Horton, who is a stand-up comedian uh, from the UK. He's an English dude. Um, grew up boarding school. His dad was like the top of the UK military throughout his whole childhood. Uh, I have got to be honest, he told me he lived in the Tower of London when we met the first time, because I remember I met him just like, you know, as comedians do, not doing a lot during the day, hanging out, talking about jokes. He was a friend of a friend. And then he was telling me about how he had to get home. And I was like, oh, where do you live? Maybe we're going the same way. And he said the Tower of London. And I was like, haha, very funny where do you actually live? It's like, no, it is the Tower of London. And I was like, okay, it can't possibly be like the actual castle bit that like people stand on viewpoints to look at and take photos of. But no, it is genuinely in there. You go through, you go across the moat, you go through the battle gates, had to get a visitor tag. Uh, There's guards, there's like bag checks and stuff. He is in the Tower of London. And it is one of the... Usually, you know, I like to say that I'm excited to talk about this too, but I just want to give you guys a quick visual. Like, you go in, like, to his house. It's, like, next to the bit where they behead everybody. Um, apparently, there's, like, these ravens that have to be there because if they're not there, then the empire will collapse. Uh, there's, a, there's a guard at the door. You go in, you go left. There's, like, a modern kitchen which I thought was a nice move, you know? Like, got got the modern kitchen in there, big old kitchen, very kind of normal-looking kind of house, I guess, at that point. Then you go up the stairs again to the right, and it is like episodes of Downton Abbey, except, like, not, I guess. I don't know. It's, it's, the, it's the most strange... Like, it looks like it's been dressed up for a film set. They've kept it very much the way that it would have been, I guess uh yeah and we recorded right in there we recorded in the guy Fawkes room in the queen's house which is two doors down from where tom horton sleeps every night of the week except when he's got a gig the tower of london one of the biggest tourist attractions in london that is where this man lives because his father has been twice knighted uh, and he was the commander of like the English, um, uh, the UK armed forces. Uh, he's got a, wik- a Wikipedia page, Nicholas Horton. You can check that out to see what his dad's been up to. It is a lot. Uh, and I was lucky enough to get into his house to chat to his son, Tom Horton, who is a very, very funny comedian. And man, definitely has lived one of the most unique lives of anyone I've ever met. Anybody who gets around Downton Abbey, anyone who gets around the Queen, anyone who gets around military history, 
anyone who gets around any kind of history. I think you guys are going to really dig this episode. I don't want to say too much more. I just want you to get involved. But before I do that, I just want to give a quick shout out to Four Pillars Gin. Four Pillars Gin uh, were nice enough to send me as an Australian person doing some cool shit in London, a bottle of gin. That's right. Finally, this whole moving over here thing is paying off. Four Pillars Gin, they are Australian, but they do exist in the UK. Very delicious drop of gin. Highly recommend it. I live here now, so I drink gin. That's just what happens when you move to the UK. Somehow, it goes well with the weather. I don't know how it works, but it does. It makes sense over here, winter or summer. It just works. All right. Tom Horton, live from the Tower of London, recorded on a table that I would guess is older than Australia. I can't be sure, but I would definitely assume it is. It's a great chat. Like, share, subscribe. The Union Jack Off. Guys, get stuck in. Because the thing is, we can drop in anyway, you know? No. I, wanted, I just wanted to establish a hierarchy right from the off. Yeah. So give myself armrests. So yeah, you're sitting in the chair that is literally higher up. It's like higher you're, up, You're sitting higher than me because I'm, I'm taller than you, but I'm lower than you now yeah as we see it and you've got a coat of arms embossed into the table in front of you yeah dio paterni amigus dio paterni amigus so day father the day my father is my friend i don't know <laughs> the day father is your friend that's good why do you why do you speak latin what's going on i did latin at school really yeah that was sort of um we all had to do latin at school you had to I did it from about age seven. I did classical studies okay. and Latin. And, and you had to? That was part of the school curriculum? I had to do it curriculum. all the way up till 13 or 14. So what you're saying is you went to a state school? Yeah, pretty, really, pretty rubbish school. Yeah. Well, it was, you had to do Latin, otherwise you couldn't understand all the, all the notice boards that were up around <laughs> the school because everything was Latin. Just did you like, ever do Latin? I, I, my school made you do it in year seven. You had to do four languages in year seven. You had to do like a ter- two terms of each. So we did Latin, German, French, and uh, Mandarin. Oh, so you know, can you do it? Do you know any Latin? No, uh, Caecilius est in Horto. Caecilius is in the garden. That's all I remember. It was year yeah. seven. You know, that's, that's like... A long time. 12, 13, something like that. Mm. So a while ago, that was, that was just after the Sydney Olympics. Our, our proudest moment. I, um, I'm sure it was. Mm-hmm. That's the proudest moment of Australia in general. I mean, I'd say so. Like we, I thought it was the commercial success of the Crocodile Dundee films. <laughs> that's why I would have that's I mean, why I put it down, Mas. But like, I think, I guess, I don't know. I, had, I think, yeah, I was talking to someone else about that and they expected my knowledge of Crocodile Dundee to be much higher. I thought, do you panic when you saw those new Tourists for Australia adverts? Oh, what are the new ones? It looked like it was going to be a, a remake of the Crocodile Dundee films oh and then with chris hemsworth and yeah 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 yeah. and like his american son yes and everyone went oh no this is awful you're gonna butcher paul hogan's legacy and then yeah. it just turned out to be a tourist yeah yeah no like but it's like you know australia does that everyone does that now the remake ah we're in, living in the time of the remake what this is re- nothing 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 is nothing has been remade more than movies currently yeah i've just seen the lion king trailer how is that live you know, action Live action, yeah. So like the yeah. Jungle Book was. And it's like, well, I think they're going to do it literally shot for shot. 
Which oh. I get, yeah, which part of me goes, mm, okay. I, just, I think it's one of those things where I feel like I don't want them to touch it. Yeah. Because it's, it's, you know, like everyone my age, it's really important to me. Yeah. But then also, I don't know if that's just me being a proper muggle and saying... A proper muggle? Is that a fucking dig at me, mate? <laughs> Care, well, your, your surname is just... I mean, Muggleton is very... But, you know, just... You know, the, you know the phrase muggle? Sort of just a... A muggle? Well, I... Is that post Harry Potter or is that just always around? I this use, is the thing. I use the term muggle in the way that it's um, just someone who's a bit basic. Okay. You know those people who they have live, love and laugh yeah, on their yeah. wall? Like a, like a basic bitch, you're saying yeah, yeah, that? Yeah, for yeah a, literally a basic bitch. That's exactly yeah, right, but you say muggle. But surely, that, surely that's Harry Potter connotations, right? That's exactly has, Harry Potter connotations. Yeah, okay, cool. No, and just, your surname is, yeah. I'm afraid... I mean, yeah, I seem like just real undercover guerrilla marketing for that film. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Just like, and book. It was books too. There you go. It was, it was. It was books first. I'm a book guy. You're a book guy or a film guy for Harry Potter? I have just got into audio books. Because I'm, I'm really dyslexic. So I can't, I literally, I, I zone off right. when I'm reading. Yeah. And also because, you know, you know how, like we travel all the time. Yes. I drive quite a lot. Yeah. So audio books, I've just tripled my intake. Yeah, audiobooks for driving seems great. Like, that seems genuine. Because I, I used to drive heaps in Australia. Here, I don't have the car. But, you mm -hmm. know, in Australia, yeah, I never did it. And I'm like, you're a dummy. That would have been. That's absolutely the way. I've just finished reading The Tattooist of Auschwitz. Reading or having read uh, well, to you? I, listening to <laughs> The Tattooist of Auschwitz, which is a story about a guy who manages to pull in a concentration camp. It's, wow. It's really quite. It's quite touching. See, now that's a, that's a movie I'd say. It will inevitably be a movie at some point. Yeah, it's just like it's Adam Driver and it's just this really weird kind of seduction. I think it might be well. like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just that vibe. But wait, so you say you're severely dyslexic, but you just read something in Latin. What's, what's going on? Oh, no, like... Um, oh, I can... I mean, I made up what that, that means. <laughs> I mean, that's even, that part of it's crossed out, so I just guessed it was Amico's. Yeah, that sounds Spanish to me rather than Latin. Look, that's that's I agree with that. Like it's like it's amigos, but it's amigos. But okay. But well, look, I wanna I wanna give some context now mm -hmm. because it's not often that um, I get to chat somebody on a table that you can read Latin from. <laughs> I'm I'm currently in your house. Yes. Uh, in a room of your house. This is Queen's house. Queen's house. Built by Henry VIII for Anne Boleyn, I think. Look, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna check you on your history. I'm gonna believe you. I might just lie. It's your house. Stuff up. Whatever, your house, your rules. This was. Uh, this was built by Oliver Cromwell, out of um, <laughs> the bodies of his slain foes. This is good. This is. This is a bit more spicy. I like this. Yeah. yeah. I'd listen to this audio book. No, it's Queen's House. It's Queen's House in in the Tower of London. In the Tower of London. Now, when you say in the Tower of London, you've told me you live in the Tower of London before. This is yeah. one of those things, as an Australian person coming to the UK, you occasionally hear ridiculous things. Yeah. Like, no, I live in the Tower of London, and I'm like, get the fuck out of here, where do you actually live? Like, near the station? They're like, no, 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 in the Tower of London, and now, today, you have proved this to me. Well, that's what I've now realised, because when I came out to meet you to get you in, and you were stood outside Pret, looking at all the houses you thought it was going to be, Yeah. I realised... So ever since we've known each other, you've just thought I'm the biggest bullshitter ever. I mean, <laughs> you've done this, I mean, I like Tom, but he's quite clearly full of shit. Well, he's like, he's not <laughs> full of shit, but he's like, you know, he's telling a tall story. You know what I mean? Like, can't, 
It can't be. He likes be, to embellish a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Just like he lives in the Tower of London, like he lives in a tower in London, not Mate, the Tower of London. I you mean, know? you should try ordering like Domino's or a takeaway. Can you do that? You can. I've got a, I've got a video of my girlfriend on the phone. She's going, no, no, no. In. Literally the Tower of London. <laughs> in it. Yes, in it. Meet me by Traitor's Gate. And they're like, oh, shut up. Hang up every single time. Yeah. So, but you can can you get it in? Can someone just bring in a pizza? Yeah, yeah. You got to go. And Do they need a pass? You got to go through the two battle gates and across the moat <laughs> in order to get. <laughs> None of this is an embellishment. That's what I, I just want. I just want this to be like a from the top of the podcast. Everything Tom says is an accurate description yeah. of what I just experienced. So, so, I've got to, so you got to go through the battle gates. There's a lot of there's a lot of we, we now know the local takeaways that actually know that we're not taking them the piss. Right. Because you, you, know, you, you do ring up some random random one and they're just like, they just hang up on you. They don't of really course. Know. It sounds like a very lame prank. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, straight up. But yeah, um, so you got you to end with the local. Can I have three kebabs to Buckingham Palace, please? <laughs> <laughs> hang up the phone, feel yeah. sick, high five your mates. Yeah. yeah. That'd be great. Uh, and then, so then I do that and then the, the night warden gets it at the The night gate. warden? Yeah. Okay. And then we have to exit. You've got to go down, um, down, down the stone steps, take a right through the portcullis, <laughs> down water lane, <laughs> through two battle gates, across a moat. Yeah. And then... Then at the gates. And then does the night warden bring it to you or do you have to go meet the night warden? He normally uh, has it. I'd go and meet him. You go and meet the night warden? Okay, Yeah, cool. I don't want to give him... It's not his job to fetch me pizza. I mean, I don't know. What, what is what is a night warden up to these days? There's not a lot to ward here, surely. <laughs> I, um, they don't... No, their, jo- their job is very valid. Okay, no, no, <laughs> that, please. But, um, they essentially, they just... Um, they tell all the Spanish tourists who are trying to get in the tower at night, know it's shut. <laughs> and then... Um, the Spanish are well known for coming late to attractions? All the, all the time. Really? Okay. All the time. Yeah, because you, yeah, you are a tourist attraction. This is the biggest tourist, tra- tourist attraction in, in Britain. Get the fuck out. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's multiple million visitors. Really? Because obviously you saw coming to my house. My house is right by the lawn where the, all the beheadings... Yeah, you, you pointed it out. You're just like, this get, is where just people to create a, used visual, to die. a visual yeah. um, idea for the for the listeners. <laughs> it's it's chained off. So on a on a weekend, you walk out your door and it's you've got 300 people all taking pictures of you of the house. Yeah, right. And you're just there. You're just kind of yeah. in the background. Next, yeah, just next sort of to there. the guard because he does. He, outside his door, he has one of those guards with the hat. They're Queensguard. Queensguard. There you go. Not like, to be confused with beef eaters. Right. Oh, that's different. Beef eaters are different to Queensguard, yeah. Oh, what's the difference? So a beef eater or uh-huh. a yeoman warder, they're the little guy on the front of the beef eater gin bottles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they are, um, I can't remember, it's a certain rank you've got to get to. Right. You've got to have 20... Three years impeccable service in the military. 23 years? Yeah, yeah. Impeccable service. It's got to be impeccable service. Real good service. And then you go through like a a like a knockout stage competition <laughs> and then the best there. ones get in. Okay. And they so are... It's a, it's a promotion to be the yeah, guy who it's stands a real honorary posi- It's a real honorary position to get. Right. Whereas the Queen's Guard, they are still serving. They are lower rank. But they're the ones who can't speak. Uh-huh. And but sort of stand still. Speak. Oh, they, speak, they, they won't shut up, if anything. <laughs> they, 
Those guys do all the tours. They're like the 1970s comedy circuit. Ah, uh, right. Yeah, yeah, They've all yeah. got their own routines as they take the tour yeah, guide around. Yeah, little things about stuff. the beheadings. Uh, you it's know. exactly that. It's just like, don't chop, their, chop off their head in the photo. It's already happening. That's yeah. it. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Great. We've got awesome. any Americans in. Yeah. Right, we're going to be using some words that you don't understand. The first one's history. Whoa! <laughs> that's always a zinger. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that got me. Yeah, little, yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. If a man in a hat got said any that, convicts in? Oh, <laughs> yeah. was it Aussie lot. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's those guys. Of course, yeah. This is this is the dream. As as an Australian, it's very very brave of me to be here today. <laughs> oh yeah, in the like tower. back in the day, the only way you were you weren't getting out if you were coming in here. Yeah, well, as as we were telling me, like not even all the beheadings took place in here. Like you had to be like a noble. You, yeah, you actually a noble head had to be beheaded. You, I hate to break this to you, Daniel, but you sure. would you would not qualify to be beheaded. In the tower, I'm afraid. It's a shame. Where where does my head roll? Unless you've got some secret dynasty that you haven't told me about. Well, my my ancestors did start a religion in this country. Oh, did they? Huh? Oh, because this this count is this this good stuff, mate. That's straight up Henry VIII Street. He started a whole new religion. Yeah, I heard about that because he wanted to. Divorce. divorce his wife. Yeah, my dad subscribed to that religion, even though he's a Catholic. Loves a divorce. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get enough. And your mum didn't get a say. Didn't get no, absolutely. Um, no, yeah, we. Um, yeah, this is this is a weird thing about me. Um, Muggle Tonyism is actually a religion. That's like a for real thing. Uh, and it was invented in the UK. See, and so you know when I said I lived in the Tower of London, you yeah, didn't believe me. Yeah, here we go. This is the, this is now the role reversal. This is the I'm switch. Like, what's what I've never heard of that religion. What Dude, is it? Neither have I really. It's like <laughs> it's it, it was around Oliver Cromwell's time, um, and it was it was something about eschewing logic, and like I think it was like kind of like a sect of Christianity or something. I don't know. I know that I should know about it because like it's this thing, but I don't. Well, no, but it's like I don't know very much about here. Yeah, and I live in it. So it's you like, just live it. Yeah, it's. It's like that thing that when you live in a city, you never go to the tourist attractions because they're already right on their doorstep. Yeah, totally. I've never been to the Harbour Bridge. Never. Never been up. You know? I've, I've driven across it. Yeah, you I didn't seen look, it. though. <laughs> I didn't pay any attention. Yeah, I was just I was driving. I hid my face and went, no. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. But like... Oh, I think you definitely qualified to get... Oh, well, that's good. If, you, is, yeah, if your family made a new religion... Yeah, they had some followers back in the day. You're in. Had some time. You're in. And as, as he says that, he bangs on the table, which has the Latin emblem on it. Because we are currently in the Guy Fawkes room. We are indeed, yeah. And why is it the Guy Fawkes room? This is the, <laughs> this is the room where Guy Fawkes was interrogated um, before he all got hung, drawn and quartered. Yeah. And so there's, just, and there's, just, there's lots of very old wooden beams, yeah. which are all from Wales. All from Wales. Mm -hmm. Wales does the good wood? Yeah. Or so did it, the good wood? They, they did the good wood. So yeah. they designed the house here. Okay. Then converted all the measurements to memory, just in case they lost the paper. Travelled to <laughs> Wales. I'm not making this up. Yeah. Then they chopped all the wood down to the measurements, let it dry over there for a couple of years, brought it back here, then assembled it all. And it was perfect, apart from that, it was half an inch out on the <laughs> west side. But it's, it's, this is essentially the first ever flat pack furniture. There you go, the, the kid home. Yeah, 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 yeah that's it. <laughs> Ikea stole all their ideas from this. <laughs> yeah, dude, but I think they use slightly better quality wood here yeah, than yeah. old Ikea. I don't know, but yeah, so I don't know. I, I insisted that we record this at Tom's house just because I obviously wanted, mm. I wanted to see it from the inside. Now I'm in here and it's everything you expect and it's really weird. I want anyone to know 
If they're like, is it cool? No, it's just, it's really weird. It's cool <laughs> as well, but it's really strange to be talking to you in the room where that all happened. Because Australia, as you said, like we didn't really have much of a history, especially white Australia. White Australia's got like 200 years. We got nothing. Yeah, right. Nothing's happened anyway. And didn't you like obliterate all the black history? Yeah, well, uh, I mean, that you guys did that. We yeah, were still, yeah, that was off. Yeah, we were still technically um, we were very colonies. Yeah, you guys have a long history. You don't just obliterate here; you obliterate everywhere. That's kind of our thing. Yeah, we sort of went around the world, arriving at sort of tribal places, and just went shotgun. Yeah, and they went, "What's a shotgun?" <laughs> <laughs> Bang! <laughs> You're dead now. <laughs> and then the other guy's like, "Oh, oh we know what the shotgun is." Yeah, now we know what the shotgun is. <laughs> Oh man, colonization. What a light, light-hearted topic. Mega lols. But I feel like in this house, it's kind of like you've got to be a little bit pro it. You know, because like colonization paid for that timber. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like the Welsh, the Welsh didn't just give it up, surely. You guys had to win. I think so. Yeah, we've got a big bag of jewels over there in the jewel house. In the jewel house? Yeah, is yeah. Is it that's... officially known as the jewel house? Yeah, yeah. The, um, what's it called? I think it is called the jewel house. Yeah, yeah. The jewel house. Is that the... The queen, yeah, the, the, crown, the, the, the crown, crown jewels. jewels. <laughs> the crown jewels are about 100 meters that way. You know, you know that thing that people steal in movies? <laughs> like yeah, it's yeah. a big plot point. That's over there. Well, I always, I always thought that um, when I moved in here, I thought, one, if there's a zombie apocalypse, mm. this would be the place that all my friends should come. Yeah, you got... Because Tony got the... The moat. The moat. The drawbridge. The drawbridge. It'd be yeah. a real World War Z would have to happen to get over the top of it. <laughs> yeah. But we've got, yeah, the place to plant food and stuff. This would be perfect. Yeah. Two. Um, <laughs> that was number one. That was number one on the list. Zombie yeah, that apocalypse. Was one. That, that was the first thing I thought. Now that we've taken number care two of that. Is that. If there is ever like an attempt to steal the crown jewels yeah. in a sort of reimagining of Home Alone, I'm okay. like the Home Alone You're the guy. Kid. I'm, the, I'm the kid who has to defend the castle. Set up the booby traps around the Tower of London. That's it. And then three, I'm in the best place to steal the crown jewels. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you've just admitted that. Which I never recording. would, obviously. And then just like, if the crown jewels ever go missing, it's going to be like, it's bloody Tom Horton. Yeah. It's him. It's him. It's the I man. Would, I would, of course, never do that. Of course not. I have not got any blueprints <laughs> of all the aqueducts yeah. and vents. So why, why, why do you live here? Like, why, don't we, why, don't we, why don't we cover that? Why are we here? Because you're not royal. Just squatting. Just, <laughs> just a tourist who walked in and just... Airbnb, actually. Yeah, this is just the biggest blag of my life. <laughs> yeah, but um, so... Through absolutely no achievement of mine. Yeah. So what happened was my father is um, the ex-chief of defense staff. Yeah. So that's the head of the entire Navy, Army and Air Force of the whole of the UK. Wow. So that's the, the big, so his whole, so his whole um, title is General Sir Nicholas Horton, Knight Grand Commander of the British Empire, Constable of the Tower of London, Lord Baron of Richmond. Wow. Which yeah. shines quite a light on my nine GCSEs. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not competing in any way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just like, what's your title? That would be uh, yeah, Tom Horton. Two, two in drama. Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, I don't know what that means, but it seems good. Two yeah, is good. No, no, no. That's the lowest you can get. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, that's a pass <laughs> in drama. In drama. And you're, and you're currently a comedian. So yeah. that, that should have been the yeah, area yeah, you yeah. excelled in. 
Yeah, I mean, at least it's given me a load of premises that I know other comedians can't steal. Absolutely. It'd be really obvious if someone did my set. <laughs> so you've seen, yeah, you've seen Daniel Muggles' new set about his dad being <laughs> yeah, yeah. the general. Hang on a second. Yeah, I think he's lifted some material. But so, what, so what happened was is... Um, but so when did you move in? How long have you been in? I've been here for two, two, two years. Two years. Is the, is the lease coming up soon or yeah? We've got about three more years. Is there so a it's, lease? It's, yeah, it's a five-year posting. So it's not forever. <laughs> I was just kidding, but sure. No, 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 absolutely. Okay. Five, it's a Five years, thing. then the dream ends. Okay. And then I go into a one-bedroom bed sit in zone five. Yeah, nice. And no one believes me that I ever lived in the tower. Yeah, that'd be funny. It's just like, can we get a reference for your past landlord? It's like, yeah, ah, yeah. Probably not, to be honest. I'm just really petrified that if I don't make it, yeah. I'm going to have to have that conversation with my son. <laughs> About me and his granddad and how we used to live in a palace in the middle of the capital city. Yeah. <laughs> Why do we live in a caravan? Because <laughs> <laughs> daddy made bad decisions. It's much, it's much easier to get Domino's delivered to a caravan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shut up and eat your pizza. <laughs> to the caravan, exactly. Okay, so it's fine. Wait, so what happens in the three years? What happens then? Do you just live in a normal house again? Does it, does it, does it well, become so normal? Well, we've got our family home. You can't ever become normal. You can't just... Well... My parents will already be Lord Baron of Richmond and yeah. I'll, I'm the Honourable Tom Horton. The Honourable Tom Horton, sorry. That is my official title. Okay, I, f- I forget, I forget about your honour. Um, yeah. That's fine, don't worry. Is it on your driver's licence? Not yet, it will be. It will be? It will be, yeah, yeah. Get the f- you, so what, if you get like pulled over, drink driving... The like, Honourable Tom Horton, <laughs> the Tower of London. <laughs> I've got a car in here. What? So yeah, I can park Where's it in... the garage? It's, it's around the back of the... Church of St. Peter of Inculus. <laughs> um, I love that you're starting to see how ridiculous this all sounds. I, I, I where's, am the, where's the parking lot? Yeah, that'll be behind the, uh, the Church of the Virgin. You know, that I'm one. The, yeah, yeah. The, I am under no um, delusion that this is not absolutely insane. Yeah, but it's great. It's great insane, though. Is there Wi-Fi? There's Wi-Fi. What's the we can't <laughs> put a sky dish up, Okay. sadly. Can't put a sky... What? No, no, but I've got what? Netflix. Can I ask, what is the name of the network for the Wi-Fi? Oh, I don't think we've changed it. I don't, I think it's is it just like, like Sky? I think it might be Queen's House Wi-Fi. Queen's House Wi-Fi. I think, I think that's what it is, yeah. That's really funny. So You get tower-free Wi-Fi if you walk around. Tower-free Wi-Fi? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because of the cafe, obviously. Yeah. Uh, that's not obvious. No. But there is a, there's there's a, cafe. a cafe. There's a, the doctor. There's an on-site doctor over there. Is it like NHS doctor or is he private? No, he's a like he looks like he was from medieval times. <laughs> and that's like a jar of leeches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He's, that, he's that level doctor. He's just been he's stuck around. He cured yeah. death and he'll now give you he's milk at there. the poppy. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> he's that guy. All right, that's sick. All right. Um, and then there's, there's a pub. What? There's a pub run by the beef eaters that's inside the tower. It's called the Keys Pub. Yeah. And it's three pounds a pint. It's the cheapest pint in. London. That is the cheapest in central London. London. That's absurd. And it's open seven till twelve every night. What do you mean? And just anyone can go in? No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Uh, you the have complete to be, opposite of that. You have to be invited in. Residents can go in. Right. So I can go in. Because yeah, um, you said wait, you're not the only one living here. There's like you us. said like a hundred. About between a hundred, hundred and fifty. Right, and you guys, it's just like a really weird apartment block. Yeah, like, you know, it really it's is. It's like, like a little strata. village. It's like a little village just. <laughs> In there. Captured in time. So like, what, what kind of other people? Like, who, are you, who are your neighbours? Are they just other... So my immediate neighbour is um, a beef eater who's called Shady. 
Shady the beef eater? Shady, yeah. Yeah, his, great. His full name is Shady Lane. Shady Lane. <laughs> that sounds like I get. And he's got the Lane, his um, two daughters, the Lane daughters. The Lane daughters? Uh, yeah. Um, the Lane daughters, the gutters. The, yeah, then there's uh, the head of security over there who lives to the left. Yeah. Um, the doctor's down there. So there's about 33 beef eaters, I think. Oh, so it's mainly the beef eaters living here. The, and they've all their and they families. families. Yeah. The doctors, the security, they've got the Queen's Guard. There's a little mini barracks that they live in as well. Right. So, you know, there's about, yeah, there's about 100, 150. So are you, are you guys like the, the top, the top of the chain? My, my father is the top. You guys are the family, the family unit. The, the yeah, but I've got no power around here. Oh, no, you don't. I saw. I'm, I'm just the boss's son. Yeah, but that's the worst kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the worst kind of thing. <laughs> you saw them when I walked in. They yeah, were like, yeah, oh, yeah. hi, Tom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They didn't go and open the chain for me as we walked in, did they? No, no, no you had to do that. Yeah, yeah I thought I was going to have to step over the chain. That, I was that, willing to, by the way. Yeah. I'm not, I refuse to raise the level here. If that was my mum, they'd have probably, good evening, mum, and they'd have opened the chain. But me, it's like, do it yourself. Do it yourself, come on. What yeah. are you even doing here? Yeah, yeah. That's so weird. And is you, you, have a, you have a sister. Does she live here as well? Is the whole fan? No, my sister's uh, married and lives up in County Durham. But surely, near like... Near our family home. But surely, like, if your family moves in the town of London, you're like, look, I know this marriage thing's pretty great and everything, but I just want to live there, like, six months, little uh, vacation. She's a librarian. Those libraries don't run themselves. Of course they don't. She comes out, like, we'll have... We've got a family meal coming up where we're all... You know, however many of us will sit around the table and we'll all... Is that the extended family as well? Extended family, they'll all come down. They're like, we talking like pro full Downton Abbey, like that kind of suits and shit? We've got so the two sides of our family. We've got um, my dad's side, who was the sort of there, the very, he's like a, that was a millionaire who married a millionaire. Right. And uh, they're all, they live in like a mansion in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And then the other side, who are a very religious side, the okay. kids were homeschooled. Um, and they're, um, I think it's their, it's their turn to come around this side. It's their turn. It's, okay. their, it's their turn this So side. you got like one side of the family each, and then you sit around. What, yeah, like if, you, if you're imagining like any kind of dining room from any kind of British show set in like the 17th, 18th century. It is down to It is that. It is yeah. that vibe. And they just sit around and I don't know, just eat. What do you, what do you eat? Like well, pasta? Which is pasta. Like, get some pasta going. What do I have? You like some dumplings? Like what's going on? Uh, for Christmas, we'll have... Last time, we had a cockatrice. What's a cockatrice? That is... I Now, I forget this right. I think it's a quail yeah. that's inside a turkey that's inside a goose. Okay. So, it's like a Russian doll of birds. Like the, like a noble turducken. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly, it's exactly. Okay, got it, yeah. Is it a duck and a turkey duck? Uh, turkey duck and bacon. Is that what it is? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly like that. Oh, no, a hen. It's a turkey inside a... No, a hen inside a, a duck. duck inside a turkey, I think. I'm pretty sure. There's going to there's gonna be so many variants of what that is. Yeah. This is like a dog inside a snake inside, <laughs> a, inside a deer. It's like a babushka doll yeah, of, yeah. Uh, of, of supremacy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, um, and then we go in... But like, wait, so did your dad, you moved in like two years ago, you said. You got three more years. So when I was in, I was a member of a comedy group. Yeah. And I lived in Brighton, sort of just normally. You lived in Brighton. Brighton. So you went from like the most alternative place yeah. in the UK to the least alternative place That's exactly in it. the UK. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you could argue this is very alternative. 
it's true. It's like 150 yeah, people yeah. live this way in the world. Um, sure, good point. Yeah. Yeah. So I but then I I left my group because I wanted to be a solo performer. Yeah. So I wanted to move away from Brighton because I thought I'd been there for nine years. So I wanted to sort of geographically move on so I could mentally move on. Otherwise, it's sort of like living in your ex-girlfriend's house. Yeah, I get you. Because everything would have reminded you of like, I remember when the rest of the group were here. Exactly. Um, what, what, was the, what was the group? Uh, they're called The Noise Next Door and they're still going and they're very good. Yeah. Uh, what what are they? Are they an improv kind of? Impro- improv comedy group. Yeah. And I was like, do you know what? I've done improv now. I think I feel like I've got an original angle uh, Hard to argue that I'm with. coming from. Yeah. And my dad was moving in here yeah. as the constable of the tower at the same time I was leaving. Right. So when I was going up to London, it was either a case of renting a cupboard in zone five for a thousand pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or living in the center for free in the really big palace. And it was like, yeah, ah, well, you know. I mean, it's well, an grow my hair and call me Rapunzel. <laughs> <laughs> I am moving in there. <laughs> I'm moving into the yeah. tower. Oh, man. So, <laughs> does, he charge, does your dad charge you board? <laughs> he, d- he charges me an undisclosed amount of money. Really? It does. That's funny. I like that. No, 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 because like my... Yeah, my, yeah. He's, my, not me, he's not letting me have it for free. Yeah, my dad would totally do the same shit. And I'm also like, I'm in charge of all the grocery shopping and that sort of stuff. Can you get Ocado here? Like, can you get the delivery again? Same deal as the Mark pizzas. Wouldn't. Oh, yeah, yeah. man. But there is a, a, a Tesco Express just down the road. So yeah. quite often when all the tourists are coming in, you'll see me with a bunch of Tesco's <laughs> bags just walking in between everyone, <laughs> like a baguette sticking out. That was actually the thing that I was thinking about kind of coming through. I'm like, just getting out of the house must just be like a pain. Yeah, I had uh, when I was moving up from Brighton, I had to get these Romanian delivery drivers to deliver my fridge right. in here. <laughs> and they were a Brighton delivery firm. Yeah. And so obviously when I said Tower of London, they were like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the way to London, they arrived at the Tower Gates. Yeah. And then they had to deliver this fridge into the tower. And you just saw them carrying this fridge in going, what the <laughs> hell is happening? Yeah. Everybody thinks this is some like covert attack. And at, and at the time, yeah, yeah. And at the time, <laughs> Burberry had booked out one of the function rooms. Oh yeah. As you do. For, their, for one of their annual dues. Yeah. So halfway through their sort of cocktail night, me and these Romanian <laughs> removal men just walk through the entire Burberry crowd with a, with a fridge freezer and just ruin the entire atmosphere. <laughs> All these people with cocktails going, oh my God, what's happening? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man, that's so funny. They think it's like some kind of performance art thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what are they going to do with the fridge? I'm sure yeah, it's going to yeah. be some kind of show. <laughs> oh man. And then, yeah, you just go to Tesco. That, uh, yeah. so these, these are like... The juxtaposition is the thing that makes me laugh about this because you're currently drinking tea out of a Sports Direct mug. <laughs> I love this mug. It's the biggest mug. Everyone needs a Sports Direct mug. <laughs> it's just this huge Sports Direct mug. <laughs> and then tell, like, me, tell me you haven't got one of these at your house. I do not have do one. Do not. I do not. And then, but then there's like this photo of like Guy Fawkes' signature before and after he was tortured. And it's like that's next to the Sports Direct mug. And I'm like... Yeah, this is weird. You should see downstairs in the kitchen. Yeah, the doorstop is an emptied-out tank shell, <laughs> which was just here when we came. Yeah, we didn't bring that. Yeah, your dad didn't and bring then, it. Being like, yeah, it was like a couple of weeks in, yeah. we went, oh my god, there's a massive tank shell. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, well, uh, why not? Yeah, of course. 
But like, wait, so as like military brat, is that a term in this country as well? Pad brat, yeah. Pad Milita- brat. Pad brat is what I call it, but oh, yeah. Yeah, I like that you guys all have your, like, because in the States, military brat. I don't think in Australia really have it. I don't think, no. I, I don't think our military kind of moves around enough. Because like, that's the thing in the States, you're always kind of changing locations. Yeah, I, I moved about 18 different times before I was 20. 18? Yeah, about Jeez. that. That's and nice. then um, that's why I went to boarding school at six years old. I just assumed that was because your dad was rich. I just thought that's how that works, you know? I want to get rid of him until he can hold a civil conversation about foreign policy. Exactly, yeah. That's, that's my understanding of I mean, boarding schools in England. That might well have been the case. <laughs> or they're massive swingers. Yeah, you never know. to get rid of the kids so they can convert the conservatory and Mate, laminate the, <laughs> the couch. It would be very hard to hold a swingers event at the Tower of London. People would be like, again, this is a prank. This is a TV show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just every, everything you do is just people being like, this must be a lie. Yeah. But Absolutely. no, but okay, so boarding school age six. That's six early. years old. That's early for boarding school. It's very okay. early. But is that common here? No. No, not at all. What about, what about common in people whose father's name is preceded by the word sir? <laughs> is that impressive? Like, that happened later, surely. I think. Like he wasn't, was he a sir? How old, how old are you when he was a sir? So he first got knighted. He's been knighted twice. He got, he first got <laughs> how do you get knighted twice? I didn't even know you could. Okay. He's like the so only he's, guy. He's not a knight. He's a grand knight. A grand knight. Yeah. Okay. Um, just because he had a Tuesday to fill, I guess. <laughs> yeah. The queen wasn't doing anything. Yeah. Um, so he first got knighted maybe when I was like 14 or 15, maybe. So like you're like pubescent teenager. I was there. No, I was probably full acne yeah. braces going to Buckingham Palace. Yeah. <laughs> to watch your dad get knighted. Watch your dad get knighted. <laughs> All sat there. And when, you, when I walked, I remember, you know, you sort of in the cinema, you t- in the cinema, you turn your phone to airplane mode. Yeah. In Buckingham Palace, I literally dismantled my entire phone. <laughs> well, just, yeah, I, like, the battery was in one pocket. Yeah. The, just because it was like, there was no way I was having my phone go off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were like, there's no, I can't. Oh my god! Just like added to like your Instagram story, just there, just you, your dad getting knighted yeah, with your head in there. Like, yeah, I've been in Buckingham Palace two or three times now. Okay, and um, that's just a place where as soon as you're in, you just like what you can you can't relax. <laughs> you can imagine, you know, I heard a, I heard a story about the Beatles when they got knighted that they all snuck into a toilet in Buckingham Palace and smoked a joint. I have heard that story. That'd be the most petrifying scenario for me really can you imagine doing that in the buckingham palace no even in here like this is a terrible idea i i said i said the word bitch earlier and i felt strange (laughs) (laughs) i'm in here i'm like Like, anywhere else i'd be swearing like a goddamn sailor but here i'm like no you gotta gotta tone it up there's something about it right yeah no there is there's like something something about the something important probably happened on this table so i feel bad like denigrating it you know? When it's when it's nighttime as well. Is that it? Is it, is it real silent? It's really spooky. Yeah. It can be creaky. Because it'd be like, all, yeah, because all the beheadings out there. Yeah, it's better be really haunted. Yeah. Are you a ghost guy? Any no, other? I'm not a ghost yeah, guy. Yeah, me neither. Good. I'd let's love just, to say yes, move but I'm on. not. No, just some people like it. I mean, for them, great, whatever, but I just can't. You know? It's like, you've still got to remember like, there's something creepy about historical buildings. Like yeah. more people have died in this house than Ted Bundy's house. That's true. Did he do them in, the, in his house? Was that his vibe? I think so, didn't he? I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a serial killer guy. Or, um, what's his name? Um, I'm not a ghost guy. I'm not a serial killer guy. Uh, who's it? Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, yeah. He yeah, did yeah. it in his house. Yeah, that's, yeah. So he, how more many, people have died in this house than Jeffrey Dahmer's Way house. more. 
Like surely like way more. Like just like, like an like insane loads amount more. more. Yeah. And just like that just kind of Not even died, been killed. Yeah. With people watching. And like that would have oh, been people would, encouraging it actively. They would, they would have been screaming shit, you know, like you'll pay for this. Yeah, like yeah. you never you know, like not in a probably different accent. But you know, like that. I'd, kind of I, I'd like to think if I did get executed, I'd take it nobly. See, that's that's the kind of thing. Like, is, I don't that, think I would, but I'd like to think I would. No, that's like an English nobility thing. It's like, yeah, I think I'd like to just be real stoic up there. Australian. I'll be the biggest bitch ever. Yeah. Put me on a ship. <laughs> Send me somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I don't want it. Leave me alone. Screw you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just get get me out. Like, oh, no, please don't. <laughs> ah, I'm afraid. I'll do anything. Yeah, that's dude, that's where I'd be at. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not brave. <laughs> I'm not brave at all. That's, yeah, but like, did you do any army stuff? Did you ever think about it? I did cadets. At I did school. the CCF at school. Yeah. And we went for it. I remember we went for an away day and I was the only kid that lost his rifle. <laughs> like I just rocked up at the end of the day and they were like, right, hand your rifle. And I was like, I don't. Where? Was like, Tom, was your rifle? I was like, I, I've got no idea. That, was, that was me going, I don't know, not me impersonating a rifle. <laughs> Just like my right, right. I had a rifle earlier. Oh yeah, yeah that yeah. rifle. Sorry, they don't want a biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was annoying. It was hard because um, I remember quite a few guys who were taking it used to be our house staff. Oh, because so when we were in Ireland, yeah, we, we've had I've had house staff since I was about twelve. You've had house staff since you were twelve. Yeah, so there'd be a. Sar- a sergeant at a corporal. Is that, is, that, is that the proper term, house staff? Yeah. You, you wouldn't say like a maid or anything anymore? Is it a maid? It's not even a maid. He was definitely not a maid. Um, he is a house staff. House okay. staff, yeah. yeah. So he had a, he was a sergeant, Sergeant S, I'll call him, and uh, Corporal A. So wait, they're in the army, the house staff? Uh, they're still in the... Uh, no, but like, isn't like they're military people, that's military how people. you get into the house staff. Yeah. They were military, right. military okay. sergeant, military corporal. Yeah. Uh, but then we had... Two guys who were with us for ages because they were they were awesome guys. Yeah. Um, but before that, we had a house corporal who was a bad guy, so we had to sack him as the house corporal. Then on the cadet yeah. trip that I went on, where I lost my rifle, yeah. he was one of the guys taking <laughs> the thing. So he obviously had a bit of a vendetta against me because my family had sacked him. And then yeah. You saw me losing the rifle, and he was like, you pathetic. Wait, you just said Vendetta in the Guy Fawkes room. Hey, Vendetta, yeah, great stuff. Yeah. Sorry, oh, I just, that, Wait, that what a, you were what a, connecting what with dots then. Sorry, I just, I just heard that, and I was like, oh. Because that's obviously, as, a, as an outsider to England, you don't really have a Guy Fawkes thing apart from that film. Do you, you have, know? like, the 5th of November bonfire night? In no, this? man. No? We don't know that. Bonfire, Do you know what that was? Bonfires in an Australian summer? Like, what, you just set the thing on fire? You're oh, nuts? yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, yeah. yeah. Just like in November, it's just like, you know, when there's all these like dry leaves, yeah, let's have a big bonfire. Um, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that I think would, about it. <laughs> Guy Fawkes would love it. The parliament would go up in flames. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it'd make it happen. But yeah, no, we, we didn't have that at all. No, that, that's not that's a That's such dumb. an English thing. I just assume that the rest of the world has all our holidays. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you guys do that, but we do have the Queen's birthday. Like, you know, that's true. The, okay. you know you're, not, you're not far off. Like Australia is one of the closest. Like we copy you. Um, we got our own things. We just don't, we don't have all of them. We don't have bank holiday. That's just you. Oh, is it? That's really weird. I find that weird. Just bank holiday. It's just like why banks closed holiday. Yeah, I guess it. Why would the yeah? Like I, I assume I you just really questioned it, but why would a bank? You think banks wouldn't want a holiday? No. You think? Well, back in the day, maybe. Like now, of course not. They'd be like, "Oh my god, money all the yeah, time." Yeah, exactly. Like the bankers would still be working on the bank holiday. <laughs> They'd be yeah, like yeah. just trading in Hong Kong or some shit. It'd be a different vibe. 
But no, I found that funny because you have more of them in summer. Like you really like stack them to like enjoy the good months it's of the UK. Almost like that's when the good weather is. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no, like in, in Australia, like I, we we always at least lie to ourselves that they're because of a certain thing. Like we didn't choose the date of the holiday. You know, like it was yeah. kind of thrust upon us. This is going to be a stupid question, but you sure. got Halloween. Uh, not really. Do you not? We start. We've started celebrating in like the last ten years. Like, Just because you went, oh, that looks cool. No, because we've 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 dropped you. Like we've got our step. <laughs> we've got our. You're our father, but now we're living with our stepdad, America. Right. So right, now okay. we're into Halloween. Oh, they they love Halloween. They okay, love right, Halloween. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. But no, like we're yeah. What do we have? We have like Australia Day, Queen's Birthday, uh, Anzac Australia Day. Australia Day is the day that's really offensive to all the Aborigines. Isn't Correct. It? And they're all the like, <laughs> hey, that's the day you all killed all of us, and it's like, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it'll be, yeah, I guess it'll be kind of like, you know, celebrating like Jesus Day on the day that he was crucified. You'd be like, <laughs> right, yeah. it, it'd probably be like, guys, like that's actually not a great day for me. But it's like Thanksgiving for um, America. Yes, exactly the same. Right. Um, yeah. But in, in Australia, there's a very big push at the moment to change the date. Like that's, that's in the last three years. Which you can kind years. of understand. Yeah, I mean, it, who cares? Like change it. Like I, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm just kind of like, it doesn't hold any significance to me um, as an Australian. I don't know if some people really feel it. Like, you know, yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, that was the day that the criminals were put in to the country we didn't know and it killed everyone. Whoa, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a great fucking memory. Like, you know. Do you dress up as convicts and stuff? And yeah, yeah, that's like, the thing. <laughs> we, we, we steal loaves of bread. <laughs> that's, the, <laughs> that's, the, that's the go. No, it's just like, yeah, Australia's like a very it's unsentimental like, place. It's like trick or treat with Halloween when you just go around raping and pillaging all the people in the houses. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, ah, oh, it's the purge. <laughs> hey. Yeah, cool. Um, oh, yeah. Lovely. No, we just, what do we do? The only thing, this is like the, the only thing that happens on Australia Day is like there's some citizenship ceremonies, which is fine. You can move those. Like they don't care. Um, and then uh, a music countdown. That's it. A music countdown. A music countdown. <laughs> the best songs of the year. Not even Australian songs, just any song from anywhere. The Triple J Hottest 100. That is, nice. I would say to 80% of Australians, the most significant part of Australia Day. You just put on the radio and you listen to that. That's the bit that sounds like I'd like as well. Oh, it's great. It's like, that's the thing, like, and everyone's just like, I'll oh, move that. And they have, I think, because Triple J is like quite a progressive station. So they're going to move their countdown. So then everyone's just kind of like, so what do we need this day for again? Yeah. Because they're like, speaking of singing, so because Christmas is coming up. Yeah. But obviously it's different over because you, you have a hot Christmas. Hot Christmas, baby. Yeah. So do you, have, so you won't have Christmas carols or anything like that? No, we still carol. We just don't go around. Or maybe some people do. I don't know. Well, I just got a letter through the, the, Pigeon holes pigeon. <laughs> here. The um, pigeon dropped off a scroll. That's it. Yeah, that's it. And the, the raven came, yeah. and because uh, uh, we've got Carol singing in the tower, coming really up, coming up, which is going to be lovely. Uh, you, do you sing as a resident? Is that a thing? Um, I think I'm going to go there and have a hold a candle and sing some tunes. Oh, you sing as an audience member? Yeah, I'll do yeah. That. Sorry, sorry. I think yeah. they might be going door to door as well. Ah, I think so. Just like all seven doors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a very short service. But they'll definitely have a carol service in that church as well. Yeah. And I like I like hymns. You like hymns? Yeah. That cuz I I had to I had to go to church ever since I was like 6. Cuz of the, that's part of the gig, right? Being the boarding being school and all that honorable that. and yeah, then yeah. the boarding school. Yeah, cuz my yeah, my school used to make you um once a week you have to go to chapel. Oh, I was like at least once, maybe twice a day. Really? At your yeah, school? Yeah. What was this school? I went to St. Martin's uh, boarding school, which then is now become Ampleforth, okay. which is the northern boarding school, which is run by all the monks. Right. Okay. So it's like old school. Old school, old school, yeah. Do they, do they hit you still? They still hit people? 
I don't think they. <laughs> I doubt they hit people. Not like on record, anyway. Right. Okay. It's subtle. They're subtle. Subtle yeah, yeah. hidden. Okay. No, because I know some. I'm sure some places would still be like old school. Oh, back in I was thinking this. So back in my when I was at boarding school, six, seven, eight years old. Yeah. We had a teacher. Do you know when you look back at your teachers and go, oh, they were really bad, abusive teachers? Yeah, yeah, of course. So, um, obviously, always, everyone's got obviously. one. Everyone's yeah, yeah. got one, yeah. We had a guy who, um, he used to play a game called Slaps, where it was just before we went to bed. Basically, the game was you just tried to hit him and he just hit you. And because he'd sold it like this fun game, we were like yeah. lining up to have the shit beat out of us oh my god and it was like yeah, yeah let's play slaps and this grown man would just be slapping <laughs> seven eight year olds around and we go to bed with bruises and stuff but we were like yay it's really fun and yeah. looking back, it's i like, can't believe we lost the game yeah, oh. yeah. Oh, no one's ever beaten him it's like of course <laughs> we haven't he's like psycho 48 year old man dude that teacher's a fucking genius yeah. like <laughs> every other teacher would be like this man's a god. Yeah, yeah. How did he figure out a way to make it seem like they were winning? We had this um, in the senior school, this other, this guy who was definitely a pedophile. Right. And, uh, I don't know how dark. I think every, go. every, no, I mean, I think pretty much every school's got one of those as well. I think so. Like a mask. Like, yeah, it's before your mascot, you've got your token pedophile. Yeah. He, you got um, one in the family as well, if you're Catholic. He put represent. on a, he put on a, um, first thing, may I say, no junior school production uh-huh. should ever be just, dis- be able to be described as saucy. <laughs> like, what, wait, raunchy. What, what age group is junior school? Oh, we're talking like maybe nine, ten. Oof. Yeah. He put on a production yeah. of Lord of the Flies. Okay. Which is obviously all the feral kids on a desert island yeah, getting good. more feral. <laughs> and you have them all in their pants just wrestling for like an hour and a half. For any international listeners, pants in England is underwear. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not like, just trousers. And not just boxers, like proper little Y fronts. So we're talking like budgie smuggler? We're talking... Proper bud- budgie smugglers. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I remember because all the pair, all, all the pupils and the other teachers came to watch the dress rehearsal the day before the parents were invited to watch it. Yeah. And everyone was just watching this open mouth, like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Like we got, this is and this is so obviously what this guy this Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that <laughs> And so all the parents were like, what are we gonna do? All the teachers are like, sorry, what are we gonna do? Yeah, the parents are about the to Parents see this. are coming tomorrow. Yeah. To see our children <laughs> paraded. What happened? Did they intervene? Did they like make you wear like Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they the, but when the when the parents came they were, they were in like Shorts and you know vests, <laughs> which is a, you know, appropriate. Yeah, exactly. No, that's so funny. It's just like we're laughing, like yeah, but that's and what should have happened yeah, the whole time. Yeah, and that and that teacher then got asked <laughs> politely to stop teaching. All right, at the school. I think I think they don't want to learn anything from you anymore. Yeah, and he was like, "What? What? I was just really getting them into the role." Oh, no, you. That's yeah. That's come on. Yeah. Like that's just what about the the kid? Would they even care? Are you even old enough to care at that age? Dude, I had no idea. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm like, I'm thinking nine, ten. I wouldn't have cared, but if I was like thirteen, I'd be like, what? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Why, why is why is my the outline of my dong yeah, happening? That, I mean, as far as a guy, you know, playing the game, hats off to him as a pedophile. He was he was <laughs> yeah, he was really innovative in his methods. <laughs> I've got I've got a sort of tip my hat there but i like that yeah like you've you've just described two teachers from your school days as like horrible people but you like but you got to respect the art you know man he he had a vision <laughs> and he enacted it he did i think i think that's like wait so would you would you describe <laughs> yourself as like an upper class person in the uk is this is this upper i mean like this is upper 
where we're at. This so is like, upper. Was your upbringing, yeah? My upbringing, well, all boys boarding school, that's pretty upper. Yeah. I mean, you don't really get much. Well, I was just going to say, I think it's like an upper class kind of trait where it's like, you know, describing something bad, but then like kind of ending it with like a compliment. Like, I think that's just a very kind oh, of yeah. like, you know, it's like, yeah, well, I mean, he's a terrible bastard, but he's, uh, he's Credit cooking. where credit's due, yeah, you know. He's like, <laughs> like, let's just look at the actual skill set of this man. Exactly. If I we can know. channel that sort of <laughs> vision and work I, I genuinely, ethic. like, yeah, I think like, you know, like a middle class, like poor person just be like, man, that guy's a dick. And you're like, <laughs> and he's a dick, but he was excellent at <laughs> yeah. it. I mean, it can't take away from that. I've often thought of like, what, what makes someone upper as opposed to sort of, Middle class. Sure. Because I think... I, w- I would say living in the Tower of London. <laughs> yeah. One example. There was a time when I was sat in the Tower of London watching my dad shoot Partridge over FaceTime. <laughs> while we were talking about going to the Earl of somewhere's yeah, dinner party yeah, that yeah. night. And I was like, this is... I'm, I'm definitely upper class. <laughs> this is definitely... You've been looking for a loophole and you're like, damn, yeah, it like, doesn't nah. exist. What are you going to do? Um, but, but, but I think it's, I think it's influence. I think it's, I think it's not just having money. Yeah. I think it's actually having sort of influence on how the country is run. Yeah, because your dad's in the House of Lords House of Lords, now. yeah, yeah, exactly. So and then, before you know. that, he was... Yeah, he said he became a military guy because he wanted to shape the history of the world. Rather than become a banker and just earn money. Oh, like, that's so intense. It's, yeah, it, that's really <laughs> that's like, like... Wait, it, just say, just, I, want you, I want you to say that, like, but in your dad's voice. I want to just... Can you, can you remember how he was when he said it? I bet you can. Yeah, it, it was... I, like, <laughs> I realised that I, the, it was like the, the most meaningful currency in the world isn't money. It's to be able to shape the history of mankind. And it was like, ah, my God! <laughs> Would you like some more fish fingers, Dad? <laughs> so, you know. I lost my rifle. Ah. <laughs> I lost my rifle. <laughs> oh man, that's nuts. That's good though. I like that. That's like so he he kind of he was like a very educated man as well. Like it wasn't. Yeah, like, I mean he was he was the son of a shopkeeper. Right. So it's not like um, he didn't come from anything. Yeah, but he just made himself. Yeah, he was very sort of lower middle class, I guess. Yeah. Um, his dad had done really well considering the situation he was in. Yeah. And then my dad was like straight A's, got a scholarship to Oxford University. Wow. Did okay. a, that degree while going to Sandhurst. Um, my, my dad's like... Wait, what's Sandhurst? Sandhurst is the, um, the army officer training camp. Right. So in order to become an officer in the, in the army, you have to go to Sandhurst. Right, so it's like the kind of upper army yeah so you're gonna be an officer you go to santa so you don't go to the regular thing that's exactly right i think that's like and you you come out a captain okay which is the lowest ranking officer sure Mm. i think that's like an interesting thing in the uk where like the military still has like a kind of like upper class prestige like in australia like there's no correlation yeah there's very much officer and then yeah 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 and like and just just that way of like no but like people live like you know influence and intelligence like ambitious people like go into the army like yeah in, in, in australia you wouldn't really have that like most people i know just go into the army because they kind of oh i lack a bit of direction i want some structure you know right yeah it's no not. no it's it's very much um well i think especially with um the um you know sons and uh, children of army officers it's quite common for them to follow the footsteps of the parent into the military as well yeah i was gonna say what's what happened couldn't find your rifle come on <laughs> well yeah i think 
when I was performing Cats the Musical on the, <laughs> on, the, on the stairs at like seven years old, yeah. they were like, yeah, maybe the front line isn't for this guy. Yeah. It's not they need jazz hands. <laughs> and also like, my dad's completed the game. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, and when I say completed the game, I don't just mean like story mode. I mean, yeah. he's got every side mission, yeah, every outfit, every, yeah, he's done it all. If I, if I join the military, there's just nothing I can do. Like, that's just a, that's a life of living in my dad's shadow and just... Yeah, it's like a relay. He's run the track, yeah, that's he's just, passed the finish line, then he's handed you the baton, being yeah. like, do whatever, dude. Yeah, he's like, I'm... <laughs> yeah, this race is over. That is just a whole life of not being my dad. <laughs> but try, that'd be a horrible existence. But how, how did they go with the comedy? Because you, you've been in, what, improv nine years now, stand-up three? Two. Two? Wow. Yeah, yeah, two. Okay. Um, yeah, to be honest, it was a tough sell. <laughs> Like, because I did a master's degree in stand-up comedy. What? Yeah, I know. Ugh. I, I swear you think I'm the biggest bullshitter there is. No, nah, <laughs> that isn't a bullshit one. That's just a disappointment one. <laughs> <laughs> so I did, a, I did a drama degree. Yeah. Then a stand-up master's. Yeah. And um, my dad was like, can you not just do an English degree? Yeah. Something a bit more tangible, a bit more solid. I'm with your dad on this one. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, just do an English and then do comedy. Was it helpful going to uni for comedy? Uh, yeah, in a way it was, but then I, I basically, I wanted to come out of university having a group that I could go in with. Sure. So, oh, so you went there to find like my To find the group. Right. And, that's, I that's found, smart. Yeah. and I found the other four guys in the noise next door. Yeah. And we graduated together. Yeah. Started the company, nine years. And I remember like, I think it was a year or two into starting the group. Yeah. When we were headlining, you know, one of our first gigs. My dad came along, we ripped the roof off, and I remember him taking me to one side and going, I get it now, I get it. That's nice. It was really nice. Yeah, And then that, then that night, he stayed up with me and my friends, and he was like, rather than being doubtful, he was like, oh, and you could do this, and then you could do this. He was like, I was like, whoa, I'd never <laughs> seen my, like, it was like, my dad was like a proper child again. Right. And yeah, it was a really nice moment. And ever since then, he's been super, super supportive. Wait, so is he like drinking with the boys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And like flipping off suggestions and everything. And now... Were they, were they intimidated by him or they like met him before and just like... They met him before. But he like he's, you know, I, I, I read his Wikipedia on the bus here, you know? Like there's, there's, there's yeah, length yeah. to that thing. And there's like just like every major British conflict yeah, re- he, of recent uh, yeah. time oh, is just there. Yeah, I mean, you over, yeah, you ever saw it all. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, um, you know, any major conflict in recent times, that's, yeah, he's there. That's nuts. Yeah, he's quite like when he when he really gets you know serious with you yeah. or angry. Like it, it's quite a it's quite a thing. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he, he can be a very intimidating guy. Yeah, and, he, and he's so like he's a very intellectual guy. So he has he has the ability to make you feel yeah right. very small. So he's not only like very quickly. He's like two kinds of intimidating. It's kind of yeah. like military intimidating and intellectually intimidating. And it's yeah. like oh god. Like there's yeah he's quite the guy but actually is you know as far as meeting him he's he's so charming and nice and down to earth as well I assume yeah you know so you don't you don't get knighted twice unless you're a good good small talk you know yeah, yeah, good exactly. chat he's a bloody lord is he, he a lord yeah he's a lord he's now a lord yeah yeah, yeah and a baron what do you get for being a baron uh, you get some land so you get some stuff he doesn't get land uh, we get a coat of arms. Wow. To get a coat of arms, that's nice. And, and like, as, as like your position in the family, just get like tattooed somewhere one day? Like I'm going to get vibe. one of those signet rings. Signet ring? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm actually going to be, because you get a lot of people who get signet rings, but they haven't got 
a reason. So I, I'm yeah. going to get my coat of arms. I had this moment where I was like, oh, I could have the coat of arms like across my back. As a big tat. As a big tat. But I was like, <laughs> uh, it's a bit sort of American History X, isn't it? Yeah, pretty. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's a bit sort of patriotic. No, my country. It's Conor McGregor, dude. That's where it's at. Yeah, I guess. Just like you're going to throw a trolley at something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, so you just got the signet ring. Nice little classy move. Yeah, nice little move. Yeah. And then... Something like that. Because um, our, our coat of arms is like there's four pictures in the middle of the shield, yeah. which all represent each of the four of us. Mum, sure. dad, sister, me. Yeah. So my dad's got a white rose of Yorkshire. Okay. My mum's got a, a, a horse, that like, um, mm. she's a big horse rider. Yeah. My sister's got a quill and I've got the drama masks. The drama masks? Yeah, yeah. Not just, not just like that little silhouette of a mic stand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, there are only, only certain ones you could have. Don't, don't worry, I assumed you couldn't just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be so funny. Just, it's like the sports direct thing. Just like sports direct mug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what Tom's <laughs> bringing to the table. Why can't I have a dinosaur? Yeah, oh man. That's so nuts. You get your own coat of arms. Yeah, it's cool. But like, this is the thing though. You're just normal. I find that the most startling of all. That's partly why I didn't believe you actually oh, live nice in the Tower of London. That's actually a compliment. It is, I think. Right? Any sort of arrogance you have in comedy should be beaten out of you. Yeah. As far as sort of... See, that just kind of keeps you... It's like I think I'm, so. I'm bombing in a pub to seven people just like everybody who's not honourable. That's exactly it. Yeah. I think um, a lot of it as well, you know, my parents also, you know, when I was 16, they sent me out to the building site to earn my own money and stuff, you know, oh. and to do all that. So it's not, you know, I, I, I was thrust into... With the normies. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? We, we were honoured to have you. Yeah, and it's... Um, so... Yeah. I mean, and also, I, I, this is now like the pinnacle of my dad's career. He wasn't always like this. Yeah, of course. This is the it's highest been a, bit. It's, been a, it's the highest bit. So, I haven't always lived in the castles. Tower of, <laughs> I haven't always had a Queensguard. Queensguard? Yeah. Queensguard. Yeah, I remembered. I think, you know, I, there's been sort of... An, uh, a progression to it, you know, when I was 12, 13, mm. my dad was in charge of the British Army over in Ireland for the, yeah. the Good Friday Agreement, if you know that. I, I don't. So that's all the, the conflicts in Ireland over the, you know, all the, the religious stuff went down. Yeah. And, Br and the British forces intervening over there. The Good Friday Agreement was um, the day it all got, sort of the peace treaty. Right, he was there. And we, he was there overseeing it, so we had bodyguards over there. Wow. We had to have a, you know. So you were there with him? Yeah, well, because we lived there over in the barracks. As we had a bomb-proof car, armor-plated. We had two bodyguards whenever he left. Wait, where did you live in the barracks? Is that normal? He wanted you to live in the barracks. We had to live in the barracks. But what? Would you just like live back here, or no? No, no, because that's because that's where the family had to be. That was our posting. Oh, that's where that's where the job went. Right. I right. just assumed you kind of had like a family house in at some a different place or whatever, and then you went with your dad. No, well, that was it. So we only got a family home in North Yorkshire when my mum essentially went, look, can I not keep changing houses all the time? <laughs> can you please just give me a house where I can actually just put stuff up and I don't have to take it down? Yeah, very reasonable. Yeah, you know? Yeah, like, of course. But no, just like, so you're in the a, barracks in Northern Ireland. Yeah, yeah, theatrical barracks. Right. And it was like proper, that's tense. It's very tense. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. were lots of bomb scares. Right. Um, because it was, that was... But like, the kids are at boarding school most of the time as well. So I would then, I would get uh, uh, taken to the airport, flown back over and go to boarding school. Right. Then in the summer holidays, we get flown back over to Northern Ireland. 
or be in that world? It has been in the barracks. Were you allowed to leave the barracks? Uh, not on my own. Right. Um, but I remember sort of like, I'd, we'd have to go, like me and my dad would go for a run off the barracks. Right. But if we went for a run, we'd have to have two bodyguards who would run with us. Sure. All with like Proper semi-automatic, guns. Yeah, yeah, all that sort of Wow. That's and so the hand. Yeah, I remember if my dad ever went to business meetings, one of the coolest ones they had was um, their suitcases. The, the bodyguards would dress as businessmen. Sure. And they'd have suitcases. But the handle would have a button which made the case of the suitcase fall off and it would just be a gun inside they were already holding. Ah. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty sick. Yeah, it was proper... That's some James Bond shit. Proper James Bond stuff. Yeah, nice. And I got to go to a... Um, a shooting range and fire all the guns and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very cool. Right. So so intense, like running with like bodyguards and stuff. I didn't realize. I, I, I just assumed he kind of went and then you would st- like, you know, he'd be like, look, don't come with me. No, we had to have kidnap training. Kidnap training. Yeah, so just to take us through how to act. Right. If there was a kidnapping. How to get through a kidnapping. Yeah. How to be a good kidnapper. Yeah, yeah. Right. Just be polite. People like <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the the three easy steps for a good yeah. kidnapping. It, it was it was more sort of if we have a if there was an attempt at kidnapping. Yeah. So they put us in an army vehicle. Yeah. And they do like turns and stuff and drive at high altitude and they'd have simulated gunfire just so we sort of went, this is what it might be like. Right. And so just if it happened, we'd be like, okay, cool, right, we're calm. Right. Wow. Kidnapping training. Because, of course, they, they might kidnap us to then... Yeah, ransom, ransom. and stuff. Yeah, and make demands. Okay, yeah, yeah, make demands. Yeah, exactly. Right. And then there was Iraq as well. Sorry, I did read the Wikipedia. What was Iraq? Did you go to Iraq? No. Surely not. Oh, my dad, uh, he visited Iraq. He, he, it's okay, like, he wasn't stationed there. No, he was like one of the... My dad, like, you know, like in Starship Troopers, there's the brain bug? Of course I know Starship Yeah, he's Troopers. like, he's like yeah. the brain bug. He's the brain bug? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. Okay. <laughs> So he was just there and then, yeah, yeah, okay. Because he went over and visited. Yeah, but he wasn't. But he wouldn't be on the front line or anything. Yeah, sure. Oh, man, that's still nuts. Kidnapping training. The brain yeah. bugs. Starship Troopers, what a reference. Yeah, that's, Thanks, mate. Yeah, yeah. That's like me and my dad's like film. Yeah, it's a good film. Dude, when I was like when I was like 12 or something, like Cricket Camp, Canberra. Yeah. Leo Muggleton, Daniel Muggleton, watching Starship Troopers. Denise still Richards. Oh. oh, man. Denise Richards. That's she's someone who you just never hear of anymore. She was the she was the one. She was like the hottest one. Yeah, it was Wild Things. Do you remember that came out and they had the threesome with her and? Uh, um, I've not seen that. I've not, not seen the Wild Sa- Things. Not Sama Hayek. I can't remember who she had the threesome with. And Matt Dillon. Matt Dillon, her and. Right, Wild Things. Big plug. Matt- oh yeah, yeah, mate. Oh, watch that film. Actually, I was I, I was going to ask that. Hmm. Living here, yes. Do you feel more self-conscious about your internet search history <laughs> than you would in another place? Um, I've got nothing to hide in my search history. First, of course not. Of course, yeah. Um, You've been through kidnapping training. I, I, think, I, think, I think nothing on my search history wouldn't be the normal search history of a red-blooded male. <laughs> <laughs> so let's say that. Yeah. No, that's what I mean. I'm like. Yeah, I just thought of that. I was like, <laughs> they, they looking? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not saying there's not... Are there any you know, cameras in the house? I don't think there's cameras. Although I will say this. When I started to see uh, my girlfriend... Yeah, she would have been freaked out, right? Well, like, was no it, way. We, um, her and me, because she didn't live in London for the first couple of months. Right. So her and me FaceTime loads. Yeah. 
And so, and we do it late at night, so between one, two, three o'clock. Then one day in the afternoon, I get this phone call on my phone. They go, hi, we're getting a lot of action off this number going out to unknown numbers from Queen's House. So we need to know who this is. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> it's, it's just me. It's just my girlfriend. I've got a new girlfriend. It's me. It's Tom. <laughs> Wait, and like. They, they've been tracking. The calls. The calls. Yeah. So like they're clearly there's something going there's on. Something, yeah, some yeah, yeah. monitoring in some way. And they tracked it. Yeah, and it was yeah. just you, FaceTiming your girlfriend, yeah. talking about oh, like, oh my shit. God, I hope they haven't been listening in. <laughs> that is awful. Man, this, this guy, this guy is pretty soft. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Nick, Nick's, Nick's kid, bro. Yeah. Don't know about it. Is he, is he ever Nick or is he always Nicholas? Your dad. <laughs> uh, he's actually John Nicholas Reynolds Horton, you know. Ah. That's his actual name. But if everyone calls him Nick. Nick, okay. I thought it might, might, might be a whole thing. I mean, I don't call him Nick. I call him Dad. <laughs> but most I, people just call him The General. I call my parents their first name for most of my life. Don't Do know you? why. Don't know why. I think like only child. Like, so they no, were only ever referred to as that. Because they... My instinct would be if you were an only child, it would go the way of mummy and daddy. You really? go really like molly coddled and like more. Uh, mummy and daddy. If you if you say I hate that. If you say daddy in Australia, people are gonna try and drown you in a lake. And like, rightfully you know. so. I hate <laughs> I hate baby talking anyway. It's weird. It's very odd. Especially from like from adults. Like yeah. I heard sort of a fifty year old man the other day. And he went, "I'm just gonna go for a piddly pee." Like, oh my god! Yeah, you're a man. You go for a piss. You're about to. You're about to dress a bunch of kids up in their pants. Yeah, yeah, it's awful. It's no good. <laughs> it's no good at all. That was a great recall. Thank you. Well, look, I think we're gonna. Dude, we're out of time. Oh. I could. I could talk. I could talk to you for. How long have we been? We've, we're over an hour now. Oh wow! That's the thing. Yeah. That was. That was lovely. That was a lovely talk. It was a lovely talk. Well, yeah, you're just such a charming host. You're still in your king chair. I you're, you're, that. You're, you're that. Well, as we, hang on, we're in that weird situation where we're both hosts. That's true. You're a host within a host. Uh, well, because I insisted. I insisted very much. I'm just like, no, we have to do it in the tower. I don't I, even care. I like, I don't know if the acoustics are going to be weird because like it's a big empty wooden yeah, room. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe, I've I don't know. I've got a very raspy voice at the moment as well. Yeah, I know. You, sound, you sounded great. I was, I was there. Wait, what's, what's this thing? Sorry, I'm just pointing um, at this like gigantic inscribed Latin ornament. It's a very ornament. big plaque of all the witnesses to the interrogation of the gunpowder plot people. So it wasn't wow. just Guy Fawkes who got interrogated in this room. It was a whole yeah. other... Because he actually gave up the rest of the people eventually. Really? He cracked? Yeah, yeah, he cracked. Okay. I think once they stretched him out a couple of inches and you know, cut him open in bits. Yeah, yeah, He yeah. went, okay. Fine. It was Dave and John <laughs> and Simon. And then these are all the people who were stretching him out. And these are all the people who uh, witnessed the interrogation to go, yeah, this was an interrogation. And that's... a. Uh, carving of james the first james the first mm-hmm. and that woman mm-hmm. is, is it, i think the story with her is that her husband was uh locked in the bell tower which is just behind my bedroom yeah is the bell the tower where they put naughty people yeah so that's okay. where elizabeth the first was held there for a bit right it was meant for where hitler was meant to be kept in there ah, and that's next to your bedroom yeah yeah <laughs> um so her husband was in there and so she dressed a bloke up as a maid, ah. uh, just like a peasant guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And p- I paid him some money. Came to visit her husband, and then they swapped clothes. And she left the peasant in there and smuggled her husband out. Right. That I can't remember what her name is, but that that girl over there. There you go. Good, good little bait and switch. The, the, Genius. The original catfish. Yeah, yeah. The original <laughs> catfish. She got it done. They'd be like, oh my god, babe, that's <laughs> amazing. 
Um, well, actually, wait, before I leave, one, one final question. Uh, since you know royalty, uh, can we have the final word on this? William Shakespeare, did he actually exist? Of course he did. You is sure? That, is that even up for debate? Oh, man, that's a strong conspiracy. That's like one of the few conspiracies that I kind of lean into a little bit. I don't really? mind it. Because he's supposed to be an uneducated peasant. How could he write? There's a lot of stuff that he's a very sort of J.K. Rowling in the way that he, a lot of it was plagiarism. Like he really uh, borrowed from stuff. Did he? See, I don't know. This I heard that. Up. You heard that? I heard that. But uh, just, we're just two uneducated people just speculating. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, All right, we'll no forget idea. that. Tom Horton, where can, where can they find Mons- you? Where can they find you? Oh, I am uh, on social media. I am at Honorable Tom. Honorable Tom. Yeah, yeah. The only one. I used to be Tom H. Comedy and it was like, that's boring. Yeah, Honorable Tom. Yeah, that's, that's, that's an actual, way better. That's a good handle. That's fun. Yeah. And find me. Um, oh, who, who listens to this? Do um. Do, is it mainly Aussie or English or who? who uh, everywhere, man. Aussie English. People people come to shows off it if you want to plug, if you've got a show. Um, I'm doing, um, I'll be doing Soho Theatre next year. Nice. But then I'm, I'm going to be doing the New Zealand Comedy Festival and then I'll be in Melbourne and Sydney late May. Late May. Late May. Late May, early June. So, um, 2019. Keep your eyes out. Tom that'd be nice. Horton. But yeah, very get me funny. on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, please. Get yeah, very funny comedian, very honourable man. Cheers, mate. Good to talk to you. All right, that was my chat with the Honorable Tom Horton to use his full title, which will one day appear on his driver's license because, you know, of course you need that when you're going into a club proving your age getting pulled over for drink driving, you want them to see the honorable right in front of your name. So they know they should really probably let you off with a warning, that kind of vibe. But um, man, I still can't get over how weird it was to be inside the Tower of London recording that. Like, And by inside, I mean inside. Like, I know he went to pains to say it, but it really is. You do go across the moat. You do go through the battle gates. You are there like right inside, like after the podcast, while remaining in his house, we went and walked along like some kind of tower wall that like is the main bit of the tower like you can't get to. And then he took me through a little tour of the bell tower where they planned to keep Hitler and where Elizabeth I was kept. Like, you know, he just showed me that little nook up, nook up there where sometimes you'll have a drink and check out just the Thames and stuff. And then on the way out of his house, I met his dad. That was pretty cool. He was, he was back from the House of Lords. I was like, how was the House of Lords? And he gave an honest answer. That's not something you get to ask people often. Uh, and then his mum was like, oh, if you're going now, there's no line at the Crown Jewels. Maybe just take Dan through. That's right. In the same way where someone would be like, oh, it's raining outside or there's a good car spot out front. She's like, there's no line for the Crown Jewels. Then we went and looked at the crown jewels. Wasn't that into it. But hey, Tom showed me his favorite sword. It was very jeweled, but it was a sword. Um, but yeah, so that was my, that was my chat with him. Um, it was super, super weird to be in there, uh, but very nice of him to let me in uh, to the Tower of London, the Queen's house in the Tower of London. If you ever walk through, keep an eye out for it in the main entrance just to the left. Uh, you'll see it. There'll be a guard at the door and you might see Tom carrying in some groceries because <laughs> apparently that's what he's in charge of there. Um, 
obviously a great dude very funny comedian he's got a couple of shows coming up in london in december um go check them out and if you're an australian listener wait for him uh middle of next year he's in melbourne and sydney doing some shows very funny dude highly recommend it um just before i go i just wanted to say quickly i talked about uh, my ancestors and that religion i'm going to put that information in the little episode description uh muggle tonianism but for those of you who can't be bothered to click through basically uh, the group grew out of the ranters and in opposition to the Quakers, Muggletonian beliefs include a hostility to philosophical reason, a scriptural understanding of how the universe works, and a belief that God appeared directly on earth as Jesus Christ. Very reasonable, if you ask me, as a very avid Muggletonian. I think that's bang on. Uh, anyway... That's the episode this week. Please, if you liked it, tell people about the podcast, like it, share it, subscribe. We are on all your favorite podcast platforms, but maybe do try listening through Laughable because that is the app that I use and I bloody love it. Cheers, guys. Have a good one. I'll see you next week.